2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
3: Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, February 23rd, 2023. You know what day it is. It Focus day with Sarah Kwan. You know what? I'm not even going to start rambling this morning. Let's just get straight into it.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. I'm Sarah, I'm back. Let's get started with some juicy Asian crypto news. There was an interesting column on Decrypt about price predictions along with Chinese New Year. Uh, It's passed a little bit um, a week ago, but it will be interesting to see how Chinese people predict the prices in conjunction with their biggest holiday. Who doesn't like predictions? So let's go. First, the writer predicted that Chinese communities will invent and export new Dijian narratives. I mean, I know that Chinese really want to occupy the narratives, but I think there is some truth to it. Chinese communities have had their own narratives for sure, and they have a lot of big communities compared to international communities. The author is actually pointing out that they might provide new narratives in the market that could drive the growth second everything is going on chain even in china that is an interesting prediction i believe that on-chain transactions and liquidities should be improved in china especially because the regulations in crypto is not going to be better so might as well go on chain so i hope a lot of products coming from china will be on different chains Number three, the flight of crypto people from the middle kingdom. What does that mean? I believe that Chinese people are also realizing that working in crypto means working remote. And this means uh, alternative lifestyles for sure. The author explains uh, different kinds of episodes that she experienced, but basically saying that a lot of people are going anon and going remote working in this industry. This is something to do with the regulatory crackdown in China for sure. The episode goes like this. One of the really, really profound co-founder in Chinese crypto scene asked her to take down one of her old pieces regarding him and his product because he was very worried that he's going to be spotted by Chinese government. You know, the censorship in China is real. And then he he didn't want to be seen as someone who is dealing with cryptos. Which is kind of sad, but, but along with this kind of trend of people going anon in, in China, she expects the people to actually leave China and then working continue to work on crypto, but anon and remote. What do you think? I think this these predictions are quite legit and representing the reality as well. Do you agree that these predictions will be also the same internationally? Let me know. Sarah at dailycryptonews.net The Japanese government is advancing an economic reform bill with notable implications for the crypto industry. There was a legislative proposal published on Friday by Japan's Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry, and it now had to diet Japan's national legislation. What is so interesting about this bill? Broadly, the bill is designed to foster new business and strategic domestic investment through tech incentives, and other financial support aimed at specific strategic objectives. But most importantly, it allows investment firms to directly hold crypto assets, as proposed in September 2023. This is a huge step in Japan's relatively strict regulatory stance when it comes to crypto. The inclusion of crypto assets in the legal framework not only legitimized their use in institutional investment, but also positioned Japan as the most forward-thinking country in Asia. This is the kind of legislation that other Asian countries do not dare to impose. In Korea, for example, the crypto assets enterprise own often registered as debt because they are not allowed to hold crypto assets through exchanges, for example. And why debt? It is just to make sure. You never know you're going to be bombarded with tax if you count crypto as profit or revenue, right? The Japanese blockchain gaming community has approached the Liberal Democratic Party, JDP, seeking help to improve liquidity in Japan's crypto asset market. What does that mean? On February 21st, Ryo Matsubara, director of Oasis a GameFi blockchain, visited the LDP's Digital Society Promotion Headquarters on behalf of Japanese blockchain gaming projects to discuss the current landscape. Matsubara acknowledged that the recently implemented taxation laws, LPS Act, promote ease of doing business for startups. However, he raised concerns about strict regulations that have had already dried up liquidity in Japan, which directly harms the growth of Gamify ecosystem. This kind of claim makes sense, but only in Japan, because they are such an advanced society with gaming industry and probably the only country that makes sense to pursue GameFi blockchain projects. Basically, people amongst Matsubara, they would like the lawmakers to make it easier to invest in crypto industry. I really hope the Japanese government will do something significant, I really do, but I'm not sure if anything meaningful will happen. Similar landscape can be found in Korea too. Gaming industry has been flourishing over many, many years and it is one of the industries that could pull through the bear market too. Whatever the government wants the industry to do, but if there is no law, proper law, people won't dive in easily. South Korea's ruling party, People's Power Party, is looking into ways to allow Spot Bitcoin Exchange Traded Fund, ETF, as part of its campaign promises for the upcoming general election in April, according to a local media report on Monday. Alongside this, the initial public offering, or so-called IEO, of cryptocurrency exchanges, which was also on their agenda of Yoon yeol minist- administration, is being revisited as a pledge of the People's Power Party general election. Uh, for those who don't know, Yoon suk is the current president in South Korea and the People's Power Party... Ah, I really don't like the name of this party and I'm not a supporter of that party. But anyways, this party has not been doing good at all since new administration was elected. Anyways... Um, Again, for those who don't remember IEO, IEO refers to a format in which a virtual asset exchange leads the issuance and listing of new virtual asset projects. We know that it is going on everywhere, but currently the issuance of cryptocurrencies is prohibited in Korea. So it's a very, very secret process under the radar. You don't know how it's going to be done. Only a few amount of people know how it's done. So cryptocurrencies listed by Korean companies overseas, such as in Singapore, are distributed on domestic exchanges. One of the officers said, quote, since there is currently no regulation on issuance in the first phase of Virtual Asset Act, the intention is to lay the legal foundation through legislation containing regulations on issuance and distribution and then implement it in stages. This year, we will introduce the issuance method first. End quote. The government is also considering delaying the taxation of virtual assets for another two years. This is reportedly to follow the trend of abolishing the financial investment income tax being promoted by Yun administration. I don't know. You see where this is going? Okay, first you want to you wanted to approve crypto ETF. Then this party, hush hush, I'm not a big fan of this party, nor this government. Anyways, this party wants to go over the regulations about issuing cryptocurrency. God knows the next thing we have to do is to understand what the heck cryptocurrency even is. I really, really don't know. I really hope this news is real. But I think if I'm a politician... I think it'd be easier to let this industry just be, rather than figuring out how to make it better. Because it's complicated. It is not on their top priority. And they have not been caring anything about their agendas, political campaign agendas. So now they want to do it? That sounds somehow very wrong. But then again, who am I to know that what Korean politicians want? The largest institution crypto custody service in South Korea announced on Thursday that the value of crypto assets under their custody expanded by nearly 248% in the second half of 2023. Koda, which started its custody service for corporations and institutions in 2021, has surpassed 8 trillion Korean won in custody in about three years. This is three times more than the amount of custody which is around 2.3 trillion korean one that is 1.7 us dollars that the financial intelligence unit of financial service commission revealed in june last year Koda said they predicted the demand for cryptocurrency custody would increase in institution and they also have continued to upgrade their system to a threat file level The demand for crypto custody services could rise even further in the future, they think. Obviously, if the ETF is going to be approved, like the previous news said, then the firms like Coda will be a huge beneficiary of it all. That's all for today. Moving
3: into some other news. Is Donald J. Trump softening his stance on Bitcoin? Well, in South Carolina this week, he said that many people are embracing Bitcoin and he's seeing people wanting to pay with Bitcoin, that he can live with it one way or the other. I just want to note that he did say back in 2019 that he's not a fan of Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies and they're just not money and they're based on nothing and just out of thin air. And since then, he has done NFTs, many, many NFTs, uh, has millions of dollars in Ethereum. And now he's saying he's eh, I can live with it one way or the other. Look, this isn't a definitive statement. This is a eh, whatever you want me to say right now. I'm going to say just get off my back about this. I'll figure it out when I'm in the office. That's what this is. So don't go in thinking that he's going to be pro Bitcoin. Just go in with clear goals that you have for crypto or Bitcoin and make sure that your elected officials meet your expectations. Roughly $3.6 billion in Bitcoin options contracts across some of the largest derivatives exchanges will expire later today. What does that mean? Well, just because they're expiring doesn't mean it's guaranteed volatility. So if the price of Bitcoin touches around $48,000 before they expire, a large number of traders will end up incurring losses. If Bitcoin stays around $48,000 or more, traders will exercise their contracts, and this will be an opportunity for them to take profits. 62% 62% are calls, meaning that traders who have entered the contract are bullish on the price of Bitcoin and that Bitcoin will be higher by the end of the expiry date, while 38 are puts, meaning that the price is going to drop. You know, but that $3.6 billion that are going to expire today is nothing, nothing compared to what's going to happen on March 29th. Nothing compares. Nothing. Nothing compares to the $18 billion expiring at the end of March. Block, the fintech firm led by former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, made $66 million in gross profit on its Bitcoin sales last quarter. That's a 90% increase year over year. See, the company's fourth quarter 2023 earnings report prompted the stock price of Block to go up. Yes, it went up 12.4% to around $76, 77 That's up from around eh, $67, $68. See, in late 2020 and early 2021, Block invested $50 million and $170 million respectively into Bitcoin. By the end of 2023, the firm had around $8,038 Bitcoin, worth around $340 million. So what does that mean? That means that that value is around $400 million today, or well above $400 million. But if you noticed, they only paid around $220 million for it, meaning they're around $200 million in profit. Those are some healthy gains. I wish I had $200 million in Bitcoin profit. Oh, I really wish I had $200 million in Bitcoin profit. But I will also notice that just because their earning per- reports come out and say that they are in profit and they're taking profits from Bitcoin stock, I still don't understand the whole thing of companies buying Bitcoin that pumping their books or pumping their profits up. And people are like, hey, what a great company is block doing the things that it says it's going to do is MicroStrategy doing the thing or are they just buying Bitcoin? If anybody has any questions or comments, let me know. Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. Reddit is attempting to go public. And we found out because of their SEC filings for their IPO that they bought some Bitcoin and Ethereum. Good for them. They also bought some Matic because they want to pay for virtual goods. And I just want to caution everybody because I have and I, I have many IPO experiences in the past couple of years that I bought after IPO thinking, hey, this is gonna be great, it's gonna go up. It doesn't. Every one that I bought went straight down. The only one that I broke even on so far is, is Coinbase. But I bought backed. I also bought, hmm, who else did I buy? I bought Neo, which is a, a electric car company out of China. I thought, hey, you know what? They'll be a Tesla competitor. I did have Tesla. I sold, sold Tesla stock um, at a profit. That was, that was a good one, by the way. I mean, you, could, you couldn't have not hit with that one because it just went straight up for a couple of years. But this is what I expect from Reddit. That is, it's going to go IPO. People are going to ape into it. Number go up and then go straight back down. And I'm also very curious about what Reddit's going to be like in the future. It's been owner and founder and CEO Rand. And now you're going to have this publicly traded company. Is it just going to be full of ads? Is it going to go to crap? Are they going to start censoring a lot of the stuff? I'm going to have to say probably all of the above. What do you think? And finally, we heard yesterday that Nigeria blocked access to Binance, but... Lo and behold, who is still operating in Nigeria? I mean, they, there was reports that they blocked Coinbase, but Coinbase is still operating. This goes back to my theory. Here's some uh, proof of my theory for the past couple of days. Well, the officials in the Philippines said if the world's biggest crypto exchange, Binance, didn't address the problem by the end of February, that they would block its operations in the Philippines. Time is running out. Remember, the SEC from the United States probably put out feelers to a lot of allies across the world saying like, hey, you know what? We don't like Binance. And maybe there's a political pressure from the United States, from the SEC, from the powers that be to just get Binance out of allied countries. Maybe you'll see Coinbase moving in there. Hmm. That's quite a possibility. I'm going to predict the future. I'm going to say that there's some sort of market share regulatory capture from Coinbase. And they are going to be the international Coinbase uh, crypto Coinbase. That's interesting. They use their name as the Coinbase, but Coinbase for international clients. Or what about this one? The European central bank advisors have doubled down on their criticisms of Bitcoin, suggesting it has failed to become a global decentralized cryptocurrency and has instead fallen victim to fraud and manipulation. I think the only fraud and manipulation here is what the united states banking sector or people who are trying to regulate this is telling our allies in air quotes allies around the world how to handle this situation that seems like manipulation and maybe even fraud so i will stick to my prediction that now coinbase is working in nigeria you're going to see coinbase working in the philippines you're going to see coinbase working in all of these countries all over the world because why people found that you can't fight bitcoin and now that there's so much money in bitcoin and so much money to be made uh, that the fact is is that they don't want to fight crypto they just now want to control it and coinbase is going to be the hand of the king now let's get into those crypto prices
2: here comes the money here we go money talk
3: and the time is 1027 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear Greeds at 72. We're greedy. Bitcoin's in at $50,891, down a percent in 24 Ethereum's at $2,923, down 1.6%. Tellers number three, Binance is at $374, down 1.5%. And Solana's at 100 dollars down 3.6%. I know, I know. I said buy an opportunity at $103. Well, you know what? BTFD, buy some more, pick up some more bags. Uh, not financial advice just telling you what i'm gonna probably do running off the top 10 we have xrp usdc cardano avalanche down 3.5 percent more buying opportunity and tron kill this coin total market cap is in at 1.95 trillion down a percent bitcoin dominance of 51.4 and an east dominance of 18.1 that was our show i'll see you on monday have a great weekend and until then happy hodling everyone